How do you know when something is alive? What is it that tells you that life does exist and that life is flourishing? What are the signs of life in your personal life today? In what way might these same things currently bring life to your brittle bones? In other words, in my opinion, in other words, are you living the life God meant for you to live? One of the rich meanings of the Hebrew word for peace, our English word is peace, the Hebrew word is shalom, is not about the absence of noise and chaos. It's not about the lack of noise or the lack of anything, anything that would disrupt what we might refer to as like a peaceful moment. This, of course, is the way a lot of us would describe a peaceful experience. Rather, The Hebrew word shalom means, quote, to restore life to all it was meant to be, close quotes. Shalom means to restore life to all it was meant to be. That is, to restore life to that which brings completeness and wholeness in all things. Shalom, then, is about God restoring the life God wants for you to live. One of my favorite stories in the Bible about God restoring life like it was meant to be is when the flood was finally over and the dove is now returned to Noah with an olive leaf in her beak. I'm referring to Genesis 8. God finally makes a promise to Noah and to all living creatures that they can start all over again. He sends a beautiful rainbow as a sign of his great promise, as a sign of a chance to start over. The ability to rebuild and recreate, I think, is a profound sign of life. I'm sharing with you today from Genesis chapter 8, beginning with the sixth verse. At the end of 40 days, Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made, and he sent out the raven, and it went out to and fro until the waters were dried up from the earth. Then he sent out the dove from him to see if the waters had subsided from the face of the ground. But the dove found no place to set its foot, and it returned to Noah to the ark, for the waters were still on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand, and he took it, and he brought it back into the ark with him. Noah waited another seven days, and again he sent out the dove from the ark. And the dove came back to him in the evening. And there in its beak was a freshly plucked olive branch. So Noah knew that the waters had subsided from the earth. Then he waited another seven days, and he sent out the dove, and it did not return to him any more. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, not long ago, I asked a friend these same questions about the signs of life. Signs of life that I shared with you a moment ago. I asked him to tell me about those signs of life that he sees day after day surfacing in his own life. His response was no doubt related to his recent COVID vaccine. He said something like this, yeah, it's easy to see. It's easy to find a sign of life because pain is a sign of life. He just had his first coronavirus vaccine shot and his upper arm, his left arm actually, 
He had neck pain. He had sore a sore back. He had general aches and pains, actually, for about 24 hours. And the same side that he had the shot in had upper back and upper neck pain. Indeed, it wasn't hard for him to realize that pain is a clear indicator that he was still alive. In fact, the same friend added that the ability to think, walk, run, breathe, eat, love, be angry, celebrate, and be joyful, that all these activities and emotions and behaviors are only some of the signs of life, aren't they, he said. But life as we once understood it to be has drastically changed, especially in the last year, hasn't it? I get it. How many times have you and I said or even heard these words most often spoken in a tone filled with regret? I just want my life to get back to normal, okay? So how does life ever get back to what it used to be? And even if it did, even if we did get back our life the way it used to be, would it necessarily be a good thing? As we open up the book of Genesis again this week, we see that life never did return to what it used to be for humanity. Life was obviously messed up. Life obviously took a seriously wrong turn away from what God meant it to be originally. And although we could speculate on exactly what may have happened or what should have happened or what could have happened, God certainly knew that something had to be done for humanity to once again live life like it was meant to be. Enter here, certainly in today's reading, the story of Noah, the ark, the animals, two by two, the insects, the waters, the weather, the sun, the rain, no mention of snow, a rainbow, and a dove a beautiful, gentle, cooing dove with an olive branch, an olive leaf, according to some Bibles, in its mouth. Let me share a couple verses with you from Genesis chapter 6, because we're talking here about the context of what was going on. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth. And the Lord was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Just a comment, a quick comment here from David Guzik, who's the writer of the Enduring Word Commentary. This is what he wrote. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. This description of Noah, unique to him, not only refers to the righteous life of Noah, but also refers to the fact that Noah was yet uncorrupt, uncorrupted by Satan's attempt to sow something like a virus among the genetic pool of mankind. We could translate perfect in his generations simply as, quote, Noah was pure in his genetic profile, Closed quotes. 
Back to my take about what's going on today. Noah, of course, lived thousands of years ago, and according to our study of the Bible, we are, depending on who we are and how much we study, we're very aware of God's long journey to fully redeem God's life-giving creation. I mean, after all, um, as people who live during this time, this 21st century, we often go directly to Jesus as God's solution to redeem and to restore life to how it, he meant it to be originally. So how's it going for you today? Or as Dr. Phil might say, how's that working for you? Or do you, like Jonah, often find yourself trapped in the belly of a whale not really sure what to do, where to turn, or what's going to happen next. Maybe a much better question for us today is this one. What in God's name is my life meant to be like? According to God, according to God's plan and purpose for me, what is my life supposed to look like? And if God were to fully restore my life, to what he means for it to be, if he were to do it today, exactly how exactly how God intends it to be, what would my life look like? Can we honestly say that our previous pre-COVID life was, quote, normal, and that life in its normalcy during that time was precisely what God meant for us? Or, have we also had to deal with so many things that often successfully corrupt what God wants for us? Similar to what I just shared with you from the book of Genesis, especially chapters 6 through 8 and even chapter 9. Think about it. Think about some of the things going on in the world today, about some of the things that really have always gone on with our life. Chaos, anxiety, anger, murder wars, intense division, hatred, rampant inequality, apathy, untimely deaths, tipping our hats to the God of convenience, and manipulating conveniently, conveniently, I might add, manipulating and abusing the earth, our environment that we so dearly love. When I initially entertained the thoughts regarding signs of life, I often think of little things swimming around in a Petri dish or the exceptional development of COVID vaccines or someone finally coming off a ventilator, the beating heart and the ultrasound image of an unborn baby, the tiny light green bud of freshly grown grass just poking its little head up through the dirt. You know, things like that. But when I ask myself if I'm actually living the life God intends for me, and by the way, friends, that's what we're talking about today. When I ask myself if I'm actually living the life God intends for me to live, then the signs of life for me have the potential to take on a whole new meaning. And they also have the potential to prompt questions of which I do not have the answers. Think about it. It's becoming clear that living the, living the life God meant for me, especially now in this pandemic world, is beginning to unfold into something I never fully understood. I must admit it. I have fallen into being comfortable with life, 
comfortable with inequality, comfortable with doing my part to be unkind to the environment. I've become comfortable with my own accomplishments. I've become comfortable and even apathetic, even though it's hard to admit it to you. I've become comfortable with caring just enough about others to control any sense of guilt for not doing my own part to make the world around me a much better place. And the more I think about it, isn't me doing my part on a daily basis to make the world around me a much better place? Isn't that more like the life God meant for me? Yes, I think in a big way, God is using the pandemic to help folks. Maybe people like you and me. Now, again, I'm not saying that I believe God caused or is still causing the pandemic. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying that I believe God is using the pandemic to guide people to finally find life just like it was meant to be. I'm beginning to realize that there are many signs of life I frankly have missed missed over the years because I've been blinded by my own self-interests. Indeed, I see now that for a long time, God has been leading us all back to how life is meant to be, in God's eyes, according to God's plan and purpose for me and for you. God continues to guide us to a life that daily seeks honesty, unity, harmony, humility, integrity, hope, joy, love, sacrifice, generosity, true worship, authentic worship, grace, forgiveness. I'm convinced that when you and I take a spiritual time out and that when we stop long enough to think seriously about those things that actually do bring about life to our daily existence, we would include the aforementioned list. Finally, Wendy and I both saw our primary care doctor just the other day. She came into the small examination room double with a double medical mask on, fully covering her nose and her mouth, and a clear plastic shield covering her entire face. Wendy and I then talked with Dorothy about getting our first COVID vaccine shot last week, and Dr. Wong shared that she had already had had her second shot. Wendy went on to joke around saying, well, that must mean that she, by now, she must be superwoman. But Dr. Wong said this. She said, well, as far as the PPE protocols, the strict protocols with social distancing and so forth, now in effect, these things are not going to change at all. It was a meaningful conversation about something we already knew, frankly. And it confirmed for me that I was participating in a new medical office routine, which was already considered to be normal and would be normal for a long time to come. I left Dr. Wong's office wondering if this relatively new routine was how life was meant to be. Will all the mask-wearing, elbow-bumping, and social distancing indeed become normal? And is that? Are those types of things are they life like God means for it to be? In closing, 
I want to share with you another story about our rescue dog, Brownie Bryant. Brownie is a 48-pound bundle of joy. When we first met Brownie at the local animal shelter in Yuma, he was scraped up, a bit tired, almost lethargic. He was dirty, smelly, and in general, Brownie looked and acted kind of war-torn, worn-down, and worn-out. We learned later that he'd been living on the streets of Yuma and had been scrounging around for food and possibly, based on a few gashes on his head, which, by the way, have completely healed by now, Brownie had been in a tussle with someone or something, and it looked like it was happening on a daily basis. I'm convinced Brownie had not been living the life God meant for him to live. And God used me and Wendy as instruments to restore Brownie's life. Now, Brownie fills our daily life with really, really good things. In fact, I love to refer to Brownie as a rescue dog because he rescues our family every day. Okay, what are we going to do with all this? Well, here's our call to action. Here's your call to action for this week. I've already started mine. Find a piece of paper. Find a pen. Get out your pad, your tablet. Make a list. This is what I want you to do. What are the signs of life in your personal life today? Take some time. Make a list. And leave a couple lines on your list between each item so that you can fill in your responses to the following questions. I got some more questions here. In what way do the signs of life you just listed manifest themselves in your daily life on a daily basis? In what way do these same signs, conditions, actions, behaviors, challenges, or characteristics, how do they reflect, or more importantly, how do they bring about the life God has always wanted for you? Ooh, now that is a tough question. In other words, are you living the life God meant for you? What would it take for you to live life like it was meant to be? Are you ready for God to show you and teach you the life He wants for you? Are you ready for God to mold you into the person He wants you to be? Yuma First Church, friends, family, Foes, anyone listening to this sermon, get out there. Live your life exactly like it was meant to be, like God meant it to be. It's time. Yeah, it's time to allow God to restore life to all it was meant to be. Indeed, to restore your life today to all it was meant to be from the very beginning. Yes, it's time to allow God to restore life to those things that bring about completeness, wholeness, unity, hope, joy, grace, love, gentleness, meekness, humility, mercy, harmony, forgiveness, and abundant life every day. It's time to wake up, take stock of your life, open your heart, open your mind, Quiet your soul and ask God to uncover for you what your life was meant to be. This is your life, am I right? Think about it. Are you? Am I?
living the life God wants for us? Think about it. Are you truly who God wants you to be?